Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 29 of the Life Mage Order podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about Law of Attraction and the most powerful tool and teacher of all. Ooh, sounds mysterious. The title really didn't give it away. What could I be talking about? Oh, I know your mind is racing right now thinking, ooh, ooh, something, oh, something I could use to further manipulate energy. And ooh, what is this wonderful tool that I could use to make the law of attraction work for me? Right? Don't lie. That's what your mind is doing. That's what my mind would do if I saw this title, even with all I know about it, right? That's what our mind does. But the answer is, I know a lot of you aren't going to like the answer. Because, right, again, we want to know what to do. What can I do to make this work? What actions can I take? The most powerful tool and teacher of all is your feelings. Anybody who's read my blog for a while probably isn't surprised by that uh, revelation. And the reason it is your feelings is because the law of attraction, this, 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 what we do to work with our energy and in shifting our energy and changing what shows up for us in our life, it is a process that is emotional. And we try to intellectualize it and turn it into this very action-oriented process. And yes, we take a variety of actions, right? We do affirmations, we might do some programs, we'll work with a coach, do this, do that. And all of those things are wonderful and they certainly have their place because if I told you, well, just start changing how you feel, just start changing your focus, in theory, you could just decide, make them, okay, no, duly noted, mental note taken, let me start being a whole different person now. But the bridge between, you know, what you want, like where you are now and where you want to be, that's where the tools, the techniques, the coaches, all of that stuff comes in. So that's the purpose that they serve. So yeah, we are kind of doing stuff in that sense. But like I've said before many times, and in this topic, it really bears repeating because it really, really takes a long time for us to start to really get this. And it's something that we might never, ever fully get 1000% our mind might always kind of be in there kind of niggling at us with this. It really isn't about what we're doing. It's about what we're being. So again, the tools, the techniques, all that stuff we're doing, yes, it plays a very important purpose. It helps us activate energies. And it's the energies that influence what shows up for us. Those tools, the techniques, all of that jazz, it helps us redirect our focus. And our focus influences what shows up for us. But when it comes down to it, again, all these things are helping you, not because you took this action. It's not like, well, once you say an affirmation 1,000 times, something has to show up for you. That's the minimum. If you visualize for at least 10 minutes a day, something has to change. That's the rule. It doesn't work like that because we're so action-oriented. We're like, okay, I'm doing, doing, doing. Where's my result? Action creates, right? But it's, it's really not. It's our feelings and all the actions are kind of coming 
or a result of our energies, right? That's why it's so important to pull away from action that that's not feeling good, but that's, you know, a topic for another day. So we, especially with the LOA, we get obsessed with what can we do? How can I make this work? What can I do? And it's not about what you're doing. It's, it's how you're feeling. And there's only so much you can do to change your feeling. A lot of changing our feeling, again, the tools and all that stuff, they could help us make that transition. They help us focus differently. They activate energies. It could help us change how we feel. It could help us change our belief system, right? Again, I'm not saying not to do those things. They're going to serve an important purpose for, for most of us, pretty much all of us. Because anyone that could just shift their energy just by deciding to, they would already be doing that. They wouldn't have been in the position to even be learning about this, they would just know how it works probably, right? Without any sort of education on it. So again, it's, it's our feeling and primarily what we're doing is not going to shift our feeling. It's kind of that decision to start feeling differently. And we could actually do that a lot more easily than we think. We might not be able to feel great all the time. That's fine. We might have our moments. It's cool. We're human. It's important to embrace all of that and let ourselves feel the icky stuff. But we can change those feelings a lot, again, a lot more easily than uh, than we may have thought. So, again, your feelings, they're going to be a powerful tool because our feelings are what changes things, right? Our feelings affects what our energy is, our predominant energy, how we feel about our life, how we feel about ourselves. That's the core of what's of what's creating, what's, you know, showing up for us, what we're receiving, what we're creating, however you want to say it. So when you're looking for the tools, well, what can I do to attract stuff? There's your, that's your most powerful tool right there is how you're feeling. What could I do to make myself feel better? That question, the answer is very personal. It doesn't matter what you do. That's why I always stress to people not, not to have obsessions with certain types of tools or like latch on to what other people are saying and then like thinking, well, that's what I need to do because that's what this person did. What's, what's the best tools that's going to work for me? That's, again, a very personal thing. I could recommend an awesome tool to you and you have zero effect with Like it does nothing for you. And then you think, well, am I doing something wrong? Well, Kelly, she's manifested a lot. She told me she does that. I need to do that too. It's like, no, not really. Whatever can raise your energy is good for you. So it could be a, a traditional tool like affirmations, or it could be walking your dog in your favorite park for 45 minutes every day. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't have this work, quote unquote, doesn't have to be actual work. It could be fun. It could be light. It doesn't have to be this serious, like, I got to do my tools and I got to do my exercises. So find a way to personally, what works for you to, to change your feelings, to raise your energy. And again, don't put pressure on yourself to be super happy, shiny and, and light all the time. You're not going to be your human. It's fine. Our emotions are just messengers. They just show us stuff. So the negative ones, they're okay too. They're not bad. It's not like they shouldn't be there. But do make that concerted effort to work on your feelings. Again, it doesn't matter what you do. That's another thing our mind can't really understand because it sees it like, well, personal development isn't kind of supposed to be hard. And don't you have to kind of like work hard and like do all these like structured, regimented 
routines and uh, aren't you supposed to kind of like suffer a lot and blah, blah, blah. You're just, you know, taking a hot bath or you're walking your dog. You're being lazy. Like your life is a mess right now. You need to fix it. You need to figure something out. You can't sit here doing this when that is the best thing for you to sit there and be doing. So your mind's going to fight you on this and you're going to have to be willing to override it sometimes to get more comfortable operating in this fashion and do your best to really in those moments when you're doing stuff to raise your energy really commit to it really try to do it as much as you can without that voice telling you that you should be doing something else uh and the next thing i want to talk about is um as far as the teacher uh your feelings being your most powerful teacher we're always looking for all these answers outside of us. Obviously, that's helpful. There are things we don't know. There are things we don't understand. And a book, a coach, a program, a class, a whatever can be very helpful for us, right? All of our journey of change started with some exposure to some perspective or some piece of information that made us start thinking differently. So obviously, that stuff is helpful. This, what am I doing right now, right? I'm, I'm talking about something, sharing an insight that will hopefully for the people that are resonating with it be very helpful to them. And they'll feel like, okay, I kind of get this stuff a little bit more. You know, she really said something that I really needed to hear right now. It's perfect for dealing with the problem that I have right now. I totally see where I'm stuck, right? So obviously there's benefit in that. But ultimately, your manifesting journey will become so much easier and you'll move along so much more quickly when you're really willing to let your feelings be your primary teacher. Right? We're always like looking for something else, right? We're like, well, how do I know to do this? Or how do I know to do that? How do I know when I listen to my feelings? How do I know what they're telling me? And yeah, someone like me, I could give you some sort of insight based on my own experience that could be helpful for you. But ultimately that answer is your feeling. Well, what is your feeling telling you? Do you feel like this is something you want to do? Do you feel like it's something you don't want to do? Do you feel like you need to make a change or do you feel like you need to stay put? There comes a time when you really, obviously, yeah, like I said, that inf outside information is very helpful. That's why I love coaching so much because that one-on-one -on -one being able to talk to somebody, people get a lot of clarity, a lot of insight. So yes, that outside information plays an integral role in all of this and it helps us. But you also have to be willing to look inside a lot and not always try to find the answer outside of you to maybe validate a hunch or validate your intuition to tell you, yes, you're doing the right thing. You need to be willing to follow that. You know, I'm recording this right now. Once a week, I come into civilization. As some of you might know, I'm staying in a house like literally miles into the jungle. We come in once a week to, you know, do some work stuff, you know, and enjoy uh, things like electricity and, and uh, indoor toilets and, and mo other amenities of modern living. And normally, I wouldn't have taken a job like this. But my feeling, as much as I was uncomfortable with it, as much anxiety as I had, I did it because I knew beyond all of that stuff my mind was putting, like, what do you, oh, no internet, how are you going on your business, you can't do your coaching, this and that. I was like, no, I need to be there. I know that that's true. And the only way I was able to make that decision was the willingness to listen to my feelings 
without knowing for sure, am I doing the right thing? Which you can't really ever do the wrong thing because no matter what, you're going to learn something and it's something you need to see is going to be shown to you. But anyway, I just had to, I, I knew in my feeling it was the right thing to do to verbalize how I felt and to verbalize this process. I couldn't really do that for somebody else. That was something I had to do for myself. It's not something you can really explain step by step. And we're always looking for that step by step blueprint for everything. And sometimes it's not always available. So your feelings are going to be one of your most powerful teachers when it comes to shifting your energy and, and doing this work. So you got to start being more willing to follow the feelings. And even if it feels uncomfortable, even if you didn't find some piece of information from something outside of you that, that validated you're making the right choice or gave you some step-by-step -step process about how to, to listen to your feelings. It's just kind of something you do and it can be uncomfortable, but the more you do it, you get more comfortable doing it. And the last thing I want to talk about is feeling better as a tool, right? Cause we don't really think of feeling better as a tool of, of our feelings being a tool, we think of that as like the end goal, right? So no matter what we want, we're after a feeling. God knows I've told you that more times that I could count. All right. We always want to feel a certain way, no matter what we want, no exceptions. There's always a feeling underneath, right? So we think of feeling good as like the end goal, right? Well, we want to be happy in life. We want to feel this. We want to feel these warm, fuzzy feelings, but it's feeling good or feeling better, like improving our emotional state. It's not just the end goal. It's a powerful tool in and of itself because kind of, kind of ties into what I was talking to about before with, you know, your feelings, um, you know, being your point of attraction and being your ultimate guide with everything. Because once your energy changes, your point of attraction changes. It has to, it has no choice. What happens outside follows what was flowing out predominantly. Remember predominantly, we want to be perfect at this from inside. So you think about, oh, okay. So this effort to feel good, and to honor my feelings and put my emotional and mental and spiritual well-being as a top priority in my life when it might have been dead last for most civics. We're taught that's what we're supposed to do. Everyone always comes before us, everyone else. Screw what you want. Screw your happiness, right? That's kind of the, the mode we've been operating from. You start to realize, oh, yeah, that is kind of really important. It's something we know. Well, yeah, yeah, I really need to start taking better. I need to do this. I need to do that. And we never do it, right? We still we cling to our old patterns and and of you know self-sabotage and and doing things that are, are not good for us and, and lamenting all of it right so feeling your emotional state it's a powerful tool for manifesting because your emotional state is going to determine what shows up for you and on one hand that's probably very obvious but on another hand it's probably like oh yeah that's really true isn't it again like i said I really need to start prioritizing my my well-being. I need to start taking care of myself. I need to do what I can to feel as good as possible. And when I say that, again, I'm not talking about you need to be happy all the time or else you're screwed. That's not true, thank God. But really, so, so think about that. Feeling good is not just the end result. Feeling happier, feeling more at peace, feeling whatever, that's not just the end result. That's not just the goal. It's a powerful tool in and of itself. So start prioritizing your feelings. What boundaries do you need to set? What things do you want to stop doing? What things can you start doing? You really got to ask yourself these questions and then see what answers come up for you. Okay, guys, that's it. So I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm heading back to the jungle soon. 
didn't get a great night's sleep, so it's going to be a, a rough walk probably because I'm pretty tired. But anyway, that's what I signed up for, so got to suck it up. All right, guys, have a good day or night, and happy manifesting.